0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Census Bureau's big show has been beset with politics, the vicissitudes of technological innovation, and now the pandemic. It has only weeks to wind up the data gathering for the 2020 count. Will it come out right? Will everyone trust the results? Big questions. With some perspective and a call for action, the former Census Bureau Director John Thompson. Mr. Thompson, good to have you on. Thank you. It's good to be on. You dealt with... Some of these questions in your long tenure with census, and you did get deeply involved with several of the decennial counts, this one seems a little bit more beset than usual, doesn't it?
2: I think this is the greatest challenge the Census Bureau has faced since I've been involved in census taking.
1: What is the source of it? Is it the pandemic solely, or is it some of the discussions that the national debate on immigration and so forth have impinged on the census repeatedly over the last couple of years?
2: Well, I think it's a number of factors uh, that you mentioned. So first off, the COVID-19 pandemic has had a big effect on the census. They've had to delay some of their critical operations for quite a while. So for example, the operation that they uh, use to collect the information from those households that don't self-respond, they call that their non-response follow-up. That was initially scheduled to run from May 15th through the end of July, And the Census Bureau was forced to reschedule it to begin in early August and run through the end of October. So consistent with that, the professionals at the Census Bureau looked at their schedule and they said, well, we need to extend our legal deadlines if we're going to deliver our best quality product. And that meant basically a four-month delay. Well, now they um, have been told that they can't have that four-month delay. And so they've had to change their operations. They're going to end their non-response follow-up a month early, and they're going to be very rushed.
1: Yes, they've said, I think the director, Mr. Dillingham, said they would add staff between now and then to try to boost up response. But I guess from a standard industrial operational theory standpoint, it's never a good idea to have to rush and change things when you are at the peak of operating towards a goal, is it?
2: No. In fact, I think it's going to be very hard to add substantially more staff than they were currently planning to add. I mean, they've only got um, about eight weeks, so (laughs) there's just not much time.
1: Because he said one of the reasons is they wanted to leave time for the data processing of the incoming data. And I would think that in recent years, given all of the increase in computing power that just about everybody has, the data processing would be the simplest part of the whole thing. Yes,
2: They have to do some fairly complicated processing. I won't get into the details, but that's part of the reason they wanted to extend their deadlines for four months because they were initially going to end at the end of October. And then they wanted to extend to the end of April to actually deliver the count. So there's a lot of work that has to be done. And they're going to have to be taking some modifications to those programs. And that's always kind of a danger when you have to modify a big set of computer programs right at the last minute.
1: So it's really up to Congress, and they have not answered that call to delay, because I think only, I don't think the administration no. legally can do that. That's something that's on Capitol Hill's shoulders.
2: Right, that, that's exactly right. I mean, there, there's a statute with legally mandated deadlines, and unless that statute is changed, then the Census Bureau has to deliver as they were previously scheduled to.
1: So basically, then the question becomes, is legitimacy going to be accepted by everyone, because I guess a four-month extension is not a great idea, but nobody anticipated the pandemic, it would be better, in your opinion, to have a accurate and supportable and supported result at the expense of a deadline, which in the grand scheme of things is only four months over every 10 years.
2: Uh, right. In fact, three of my former... Uh, Census Bureau director colleagues and I wrote a piece where we actually endorsed the idea of extending the deadlines, um, and it was a bipartisan group of previous directors.
1: We're speaking with former Census Bureau Director John Thompson, and I want to get into that because you've also advocated some kind of an oversight commission, a nonpartisan group that would look at the whole thing to try to engender some transparency, accountability. What is that specific proposal?
2: So right now, there is a risk that the census will have to rush and that there there might be some serious undercounts introduced into the census. And then the question is, will it be good enough for for use uh, in apportionment or redistricting? And so what we recommended was that some independent organization, it could be like the National Academy of Sciences, the American Statistical Association, some some organization that the Congress would feel comfortable with would develop some metrics and measures in advance of seeing the data or or in advance of the data being released. And then those measures could be used to assess the fitness for use of the census and make people either feel comfortable that the results were acceptable or give Congress a warning that they're subpar.
1: Because I remember it was either the 2010 count or maybe the 2000 count the question comes up, and it's usually pretty quickly rejected, the idea of statistical sampling and projection of results versus counting every nose. And the Constitution doesn't allow for that except for anything but counting the noses. So is that what you mean? Would we have to do a little bit of statistical sampling this time?
2: Well, I think we no. Uh, well, not not for the census itself. You might have to do some statistical sampling to evaluate The quality of it. That's a technique that's been used for many censuses, but not any sampling or anything to correct the census. What we were saying was look, let's get some measures in advance that the census has to meet so that the quality of it could be assessed and its fitness for use could be determined.
1: And there's a fundamental issue I wanted to ask you about also, and that is something you mentioned briefly earlier, and that is the professionals at the Census Bureau. It's kind of a calling and a specialized profession doing what the Census Bureau people do as careers and the political people at the top of the bureau and at the top of the commerce department come and go. I'm imagining that the career staff is really what's holding this whole thing together at this point. Is that your assessment?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you couldn't do the census without the career staff. I think right now, there might be six political appointees at the um, Census Bureau. That that certainly, they can't take a census. In fact, when I was there uh, as the director, Um, I was really uh, thankful for the great career staff we had that could carry out such an endeavor.
1: Yeah, I didn't mean that the six people would do it instead of the career staff, or that the career staff has the bigger view here in terms of what really has to get done, despite what might be thought of by the people up above.
2: It's a big management operational challenge. And so you need some people that are really steeped in operations and in management to carry out such a uh, large uh, endeavor.
1: And what's the thinking, again, the, I guess, best practices thinking or the traditional thinking about counting illegal aliens, people that don't have documentation that are in the country, because it does result in congressional apportionment and the allocation of federal aid to those locales. And without getting into the politics of it, what has been the approach to that in the past?
2: So I worked on the 1980, 1990, and 2000 census, and I was preparing for the 2020 census. In each of those censuses, we followed the practices that had been followed in previous censuses, and our mission was to count everyone in the United States uh, where they usually live, regardless of immigration status. In fact, we didn't ask for immigration status, and they still don't ask for immigration status. Now, and again, I'm I'm not a constitutional lawyer, so I followed the practices that were explained to me by people that were <laughs> constitutional lawyers, that the Constitution required that we count everyone, and I had no reason to question that.
1: In that proposal that you have sent to, well, who did you send it to, The uh, the idea of having that commission overlook this whole thing?
2: Well, we, we, we put out um, a letter for wide circulation. The the intended audience was the Congress of the United States.
1: Any response so, from anyone yet? Uh, no, not yet. John Thompson is former director of the Census Bureau. Thanks so much for joining me. Sure. Thank you. We'll post this interview at com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.
0: This episode is brought to you by Zell. Donate Plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at GrifflesPlasma.com. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office.